All right. We are up, up and away. Uh, the look on your face. Nobody can hear that voice, by the way. The one that you just heard. Nobody else can hear that. Oh. Everyone's like, oh, there's there's another voice in the room. Uh, if yeah, you are like using if you're using certain certain uh, recording uh, production equipment, uh, when you hit the record button, it says recorded in progress. They, I mean, I they think didn't it's hear to that. Protect me from being recorded without my knowing. It is. If you know, so I appreciate yes. that. Yeah. Which is yeah. all the more reason that you and I are moving away from the zooms and we're going to start using um, a wonderful. Product. But that's the reason. So you can record me without my knowing. No, not at all. I feel all. like that's problematic. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> no, but do you notice when you're jumping onto corporate meetings now? Yes, yes. You, you get a notification it's being recorded. Yeah, then you get a yeah. notification it's been pushed over to Facebook. Yes. Right, because of all of the legalities of where your face might be. So, so did somebody sue somebody, do you think? Um, it wasn't me. I was not uh, on either part of the lawsuit. Uh, and okay. I don't know if that's the case. I think maybe they're just hedging their bets. Yeah, um, all right. There's probably been enough. I mean, I, I actually, it was just a few weeks ago. Um, we were in a huge training and, uh, welcome in everybody, by the way, this is unscripted. Yeah, this is unscripted. Aaron and McLaughlin, we're not following a script. Timothy Lindsay. And we are way off script. We're just we are talking about one. talking about the frivolity of the usage of zoom and, or anything, what it go to meeting, yeah. whatever, whatever you're using. So we're in a, 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 a massive regional meeting and, um, I'm looking around and I notice I, I, well, I, like looking to see who's in the room, you know, yeah, taking yeah. attendance for our people. And I noticed right. um, there was a, a young lady who had her hair wrapped in a towel. She had her breasticles wrapped in a towel and she was brushing her teeth feverishly. Oh and the God. towel was hanging on for dear life. <laughs> so at that point now, now I wasn't like, you know, with, with, with zoom and tools like it, if you're not driving, you don't have control of all the controls. So yeah, I'm trying to get a hold of our, our dear friend, Jen, to let her know, Hey, somebody has to shut off that girl's camera. Because if you are driving the bus on a tool like zoom, you can shut off people's camera, whether they want you to, yeah, or you not. can have the power to, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a function of Obviously, yeah. In the last couple of years, people zoom bombing classrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. You can kill somebody, you can kill an end user's audio and video. So this girl is brushing. I mean, her dentist must be thrilled with her with her gums, right? So brushing feverishly, and all I can see is the towel like dropping. Um no. and uh and I'm 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 trying to get Jen, and Jen finally gets a hold of her, and then I sent the girl a message and I said, Hey, we disabled your camera. I was pretty sure you didn't know that you were live. And she goes, Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. People are getting very comfortable with being online at home. Yeah. I mean, I think recently I was talking to, um, so one of my friends was in a training and she texted me. She's like, Oh my goodness. The things I saw today. Yeah. Right? There's a lot like, going on. Yeah. We could do a whole series on what you shouldn't be doing while you're on and, and, and everybody's environment's different. I think if you're in, if you're in a small format, there's four of you on your team having a meeting, yeah. it's a little bit looser, yeah. but yeah, yeah, people are very comfortable in these regional and national calls. There's like, um, I've met more cats, dogs, and children uh, of, of, of our company uh, yeah. in the last 18 months. That's fun. Watching yeah, I, I don't mind that. Watching some of our older employees eat grape nuts. Um, that, that's a complicated cereal. I've, I've realized that there's a lot. <laughs> yes. There's a lot going on. There's, 
Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, that's a little rough. I don't <laughs> think that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And the, the, um, do you know what for me is the, it's the pajamas. Like I, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> listen, I think everyone has had pajama pants on for a better part of a year, right? Yeah. Maybe longer. Yeah. I, well, I, a, a lot of people. I, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not in a full suit. I have been in, uh, I've got, you know, uh, bucks yeah. on jeans, button down shirt, jacket, pocket square, yeah. pajama pants from the waist down. We know yeah. pajama pants. Okay. Yeah. But like at least maybe not pajama shirt. Right. Like, I, I don't know, just yeah. like pretend you're dressed for the day. Oh, the, maybe yeah. I'm a little old fashioned, but like, you know, some of these things, it's like, I, I don't know. We go to these meetings and they're professional meetings with professionals yeah. and everyone. And there's like people wrapped in their blankies in their pajamas, yeah. like eating grape nuts. Yep. And I'm like, how are you going to participate right now? Like that, that's the, like, I'm always like, why bother? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's well. I think for some people, it's become infotainment, right? Right. That's like, what, I, and that's where my brain goes. Like, they kind of think they're watching TV. They don't realize yeah. it's a meeting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a meeting. We're we're, we're actually going to ask you about your numbers, Barbara. Yeah. But we're going to let you finish breakfast first. Yeah. And I literally said to that person, and this this is this is very early COVID. I said. I said, hey, I hope you're enjoying your grape nuts. I'm not. It was just so <laughs> gross. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. It was so, it was, it was, uh, it was violent. It was a very violent morning. Yeah, just <laughs> a lot of, a lot of debris, maybe some moving dentures. I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot going on. A lot of clicking oh black going on. Anyway, All that right. aside. Um, yeah. So uh, it, we've been on a little bit of a respite. Uh, yeah, and, hiatus, uh, if you will. Or yeah, hi I, um... yes, yeah. Yeah, we 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 did yeah. we like some of the bigger shows. They take a winter break and then they come back with the second half of the show. Or the yeah, second we're, half we're of the a season. big show. We, yeah, we yeah. needed a break. I, I meant like HBO and Showtime, but sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I ha I think I did some rudimentary math before we started. I think yeah. we're on episode eleven, which is yeah. Which is, uh, it's good that we got. I mean, here. that sounds that sounds right. Or it could be even if you it's know, not episode eleven. I'm just going to call it episode eleven at this point now. Anyway, yeah episode one of season two yeah it's funny with podcasts people do seasons and i'm like i don't yeah, i don't know. really get it like yeah i yeah or like lewis house i don't think he does seasons he's on like episode five million ninety two right rogan. Like he's joe rogan's on uh, uh, uh probably in the 1700s yeah. and i haven't figured out his schedule and i don't watch him and i know i was never able to watch uh and phenomenal show clearly spotify gave him a trillion dollars so he's doing something right yeah um i don't it 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 pains me when i click and this is coming from me doctor talk too much it pains me when i click on youtube yeah. now and i see his show and of course there's only segments now because you can't watch the whole thing right spotify for that but when all when his full episodes were up on on youtube it was three hours right and i'm like i'm like I really like him and I'm dying to hear what Elon Musk has to say. I just don't know if I want to get two and two it's hours and 15 minutes in and they're, they're drinking scotch and smoking cigars and smoking other stuff. And yeah. Like, who's the other one who does that? Tim Ferriss, right? Like he's like the long show. Yeah. Like, they go, it, they go pretty long. 
Um, yeah. Which honestly, in the grand scheme of things, if you're if and I, I don't even know what the agreement is right now with Rogan, you're, he, if he's supposed to be cutting three shows a day four, I don't even know what the number is. Um, well, they do all these like micro podcasts and things like that now, too. So there's I mean, the whole industry is exploded, right? Yes. There's like the little snack shows that are like less than five minutes or less than two minutes or whatever. Yeah, that's not that. us. <laughs> <laughs> we just spent 18 minutes on that old woman eating grape nuts. Yeah, we got I mean so what's your to topic about. after after this hiatus? So we were on hiatus. Yeah. So now we're back. Yeah, are we back? Yeah, we're back. Yep, definitely back. We're back. Yeah. Yep. Back together again. Stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll close the curtain real quick if you start singing. So well, and you talked about what we want to uh yeah, what we wanted to discuss, and there's a uh, the whole concept of well, I guess I want to start with the whole vacation and staycation. And, sure. And what up or down vote on vacation or staycation? Where is your head at when it comes to that? And I know we've talked about this a little bit, but I where do I land on a vacation versus a staycation? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> much to my pocketbook's chagrin, uh, I. If I have to stay home, I don't feel like it's a vacation. Amen, so sister. That's, what, um, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially since I became an entrepreneur, um, but even when I was a full-time teacher, if I was home on Christmas break or February break or something yeah. like that, like I would like have projects to do in my house and it didn't really feel like a vacation because I'd be like, okay, this is my one week off. Yeah. And I got to get this done and this done and this done. Um, so, but as an entrepreneur, you're never really off yep. unless you are off. Um, and it's a lot easier to say I'm going away. I, I think, and in your mind release, like let yourself be off or maybe that's for me. I don't know. How about for you? Well, so I find it funny when somebody says like, I'm just, I'm taking the week off. I just, and, and there's nothing planned. Um, right. You know, like at uh, their house, you mean like they're, I'm going to take the week off and hang out at my house. Yeah. It's well, it, it's, it's, you know, because you'll, you'll be in certain environments like uh, f- for sure. Uh, people here at the office will say like, just, just take some time. And um, if I sit home and just stare at the wall, that's not to me, that's not a break. Right. So, you know, uh, and certainly I would never, I would, I would never do that for a week. <laughs> I, yeah, I would. Unless I would, you're sick, right? Like for me, like that's, if I'm like laying around at home, it's cause I'm sick. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. I, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to cast judgment on people that are like, no, I'm all about the staycation because yeah, I've got a beautiful yeah, no, backyard I mean, and a I pool and the whole night. If that's your really jam, well. because yeah. to me, cause everybody, cause so, so, um, you know, last week we were at the Cape and everybody's asked me this week now that we're back, like, Hey, how was your vacation? And I, my, the top of my answer is, well, it snowed and I was on the right side of the bridge, right? Like it was very cause, rainy because yes. to, to me, it's all about being over that bridge and, okay. and, and be, and to your point being away, cause, cause you know, here in new England and with the way our office is set up, the people are just like, and we're in Portsmouth and people are just like, well, if, if you go like, why don't you guys just go to Maine? Right. And these are people that don't know me, my childhood, my history, like for me, right. the, my family went to the Cape. 
right? Right, right, right. You've got that, you've already got that, that tie, the familial tie to that place that says vacation. And now you're creating that tradition with your kids. And for me, if I go to any of the beautiful locations in the state of Maine, there's a, there's a risk. I run into somebody I work with and then vacation would be over. Right. Cause if they find me on the Cape, they're looking for me. I'm going to have the police involved and God, God bless them. They found me. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty well tucked away where we go on the Cape, but I'm not going to run into somebody from work. I'm not going to run into probably anybody that we know. Uh, outside of some family that I have that lives down there. And that, and that, it's not all about that, but I, to me, I have to be physically away and the Cape's not 4 million miles away. It's not Amsterdam. It's not Paris. And it's also not <laughs> within 30 miles of one of our offices, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I guess for some... me, that's the detachment. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I think there's something to just being like, I'm going away that, at least maybe it's like our custom or the way that we behave as a society that we, we recognize like, Oh, they're on vacation. I mean, even my parents won't call me as much if I'm just in Rhode Island, like, and I mean, I have my phone, if you need me, they can, you know, but they know that I'm, I'm on vacation. Right. So they're like, I don't want to bother you. Um, but if I lived in Rhode Island, they'd call me every day. Right. Like it's just, um, so I think there's just something about the act of like, I'm on vacation that sends the message to people that you want to be unplugged and that you're yep. taking, you're actually taking time as opposed to saying like, I'm going to take a few days and just be at home. Right. I, at least in my world, that's yep. how it works out. I mean, yep. I guess if I lived in Hawaii or something, I would probably have a different thought process about it but you feel like you had to go to cleveland to be on vacation yeah like yeah, i'd be yeah. like yeah <laughs> living in yeah. vacation i can't even imagine it like and i think at that point it'd be very difficult at that point to be like i'm going somewhere to get away if hawaii i mean that's one of the most beautiful places on planet earth right like that's yeah that would be that's an interesting concept like if you live in maui or honolulu where do you go Right. Or just always on a, in a vacation mindset. So it's interesting. So for me, the last, like we kind of are talking about this need for vacation and trips and hiatus. Right. So I've been taking a break from working since, um, the end of May and, um, but there was something very distinctly different about not having a job to go to every day and being at home. Yeah. Um, and our one week vacation that we took <laughs> to Rhode Island, right. There was, yeah. it, it was very different, right? Like, you know, I mean, granted I had about four years worth of like, I guess like deferred maintenance to do in my house. Um, so it didn't really feel like a vacation. Um, but I didn't have the draw of a job that I had to go to for the last few weeks. So uh, I think I've gotten to experience both things in the last six weeks, which is kind of a unique perspective. Um, so yeah. Well, so that like the whole, the whole crux of my first question was getting to the point of if we, we typically segment it out, right? Yeah. So, so, and, and based on like the vacation time I have with my job, I have an opportunity that I could take more weeks, but I know really my Cape is that that's the one week, the rest of the year for me, 
would normally be broken up into long weekends and trips where you go to like mountain bike races and stuff like that. And all of that hasn't really come back. Right. I, be- I believe we're go- you're going to laugh when you hear this one. I believe we're going to snowshoe West Virginia for the World Cup finals uh, for downhill and cross country mountain biking. That's in September. Okay. And then I believe in October, they are going to be doing Trek Cup, which is the cyclocross racing. That's in, um, that's in uh, Waterloo, uh, Wisconsin. All super sexy destinations. Now, those will be just sort of road trippish, but not a week at a time necessarily. But I'll, I'd rather pick off and make my three day weekends, four day weekends, and stuff like that. And yeah, like you pepper it through the year. All that aside, most, most Americans, I, I, I'd argue, most Americans are like, okay, well, here's my week of vacation. And then all the other weeks, it's like, get home, go to bed, wake up, go back to work, yeah. get home, go to bed. Right. Yeah. And the, and the, the mindset of, um, of the class that you and I both love quantum leap is the, even the, the segmentation of our lives, we think about, well, I, as a kid, I'm learning Yes. as an adult, I'm working. And as a senior, I am playing like the big play, big work, big learn our childhood, yeah. adulthood, retirement. Um, right. And how do we not, wrap our arms around the fact that we could be doing this differently and we could be, there could be learn, work and play every day. And how does that get away from us? I guess, which, I mean, I have an answer for it. Life, kids, responsibilities, commutes, all the things, right? Yeah. You're well, like, well, I mean, it's, oh, it's a, take those three segments, break it, break those three segments down into what a typical 24 hour period would look like. For most Americans, it's eight hours of work. For most yeah. Americans, it's hopefully eight hours of sleep. So now you have eight hours of leisure time, which could be play and learn, right? If you're doing chosen learning outside driving of driving your learning. children to activities. Oh, sure. Of course. Absolutely. Well, but I, you know, I, I wonder too, and I wonder how much of that is going to be impacted by this experience of COVID that we've had the last um, you know, it's continuing, right? Yeah. Like- well, well I, yeah, I can't wait to talk to you about that. It's coming back. I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. Here comes so, Delta. I feel like I can't even with any of this. Okay. Yeah, I because I, I just, you know how I feel, I know. but like if <laughs> I'm going to be just knocking on people's doors, please hang out with the me. moment Sununu shuts us down. I'm going to be like, what's up kid? You're going to call me and I'm just going to be like with a bottle and like, that's going to be bad. I, 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 I would be shocked if we get back to school starting. Oh my God. And big section talking right now, big section, not necessarily the whole country, but big sections of the country are going to not send their kids back to school. I'm telling you right now, now my kids where they go to school and I have a nickname for it because they powered through last year. Yeah, right. My kids will go back to school. They'll be fine. It's a smaller school. They engineered it really well last year. My kids will go back. Before last year was over, we got an email from my kids' school that said, we know next September, and they'll actually be back mid-August. That's when they go back mid-August. We know uh, next year, uh, the kids will not have masks. Uh, We're pulling down all the directional arrows. Like They've already made that decision. They're probably on the fence right now. Because the numbers are going up around the country right now. But to your point, I we're way off track. 
Nobody should be shocked by that. To your point, it's called unscripted. COVID changed it. Hashtag changed ADD show. Yeah. <laughs> ADD is awesome. You'll appreciate uh, yeah. this. Kaylee was giving me, Kaylee made up a password for, for a tool uh, in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, and the password was uh, Tim still talking with like a number connected to it. I'm like, really? She's like, everyone will remember that. I'm like, oh, thanks. no one will ever forget. Yeah. No one will ever forget. Yes. Um, I don't even know what was I talking about. <laughs> You're talking about the fact that that the whole. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, learn, work, play. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like, I, I wonder we had talked with our last guest about I love it here. Right. Um, Clint Pulver. Yeah. yeah. And um, talking about how people are going to come through this and their jobs and all of that kind of thing. And, and just my own husband has switched companies a couple of times and come. Yeah. Three, right. They need three. Yes. 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 In the course of COVID and um, how was your COVID? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what, you know, and there was an article recently in the New York well, times and for clarity's it. sake, for clarity's sake, there were there were no redundancies. He was not he was not released. These are three promotions. Correct. He had a very different experience than a lot of people. Yes, correct. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it's like a little bit of a different side of the coin, I guess. Yeah. Um, opportunity um, that was definitely opened up because of COVID um, for him and his industry. But that being said, like is he ever going to have to go back to going into an office and working certain hours and right? Like is everyone he's, he's a corporate recruiter. Are, are they all going to be um, remote forever? And if you're remote forever and your company recognizes that the job doesn't need to be done during certain hours, right? Because it's not that kind of job, right? Can you start to build the life that you want in a way that corporate America didn't allow before? And then what does that look like? Does it look like, you know, uh, he did a 5K with the kids in the middle of the day today? Yep. He did the Disney 5K today in the middle of the day on his lunch break with the kids. He pre-COVID that would not have happened. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I mean? But like he can do that because he's getting all the hours in and doing all the things. Right. And he has the lunchtime to do it and whatever. Right. right. So like now can you, I, I just wonder if like the blocks of time that we've said have to be yeah. this to this. Well, right? that's like, that you make a really good point. So, so, um, uh, Sean Cody texted me this morning. He's like Friday morning golf. And I'm like, I'm booked. Right. And like, he knows that I'm booked and I know the response from him and Pete would be, we're playing at six. Yes. And we're going to be done. If we play nine holes by eight, I'm here usually by seven 30. Right. To be ready and ready. Like the whole nine yards. Right. That all of that changes. If I'm doing everything from home to your point, what, what Maddie did with the girls today, you could, you could finish a meeting, jump on your bike, go get in 10 miles, come back, run through the shower, towel off, fix your hair, throw a t-shirt on because nobody cares anymore and be back on camera by one 30. Exactly. 
Yeah, but like that, you didn't, you're not, you're not, you know, taking any time away from anything. That's the right, thing that's different, right. right? Like you're not, but like, I don't know. Well, it's the, it's the tab A slot B of what does, what does your role entail? So for Maddie, it's like, I need to have two constructive conversations and hopefully recruit one person today. And, and like a lot of people in sales or, or, or whatever it could be, if you are, if you're having the right conversations, you could be quote unquote done with what you needed to do today by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And now I think a lot of people would argue, okay, that's cool. And if I'm on a hot streak, I'm going to keep going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm looking for leads or opportunities, I'm going to keep going. Although at the same time, I could also be done. But if you are, most people that are in an environment where they're looking for the TPS reports at the end of the day, right. Or it's uh, sit in this chair and do this task. We're paying you for 40 hours as opposed to um, your mission critical for the day is to move the ball from here to here. If it takes you two hours, four hours, eight hours, or 20 minutes, we're happy, right? Yeah, well, right. And I, but I also think there's certain industries that you can't have the conversations or the meetings because people are in their other job, right? Like, you know, like, so there's, your hours are going to are different anyways. Like if you're working till eight o'clock at night, go for a walk in the middle of the day, yeah. you know, yeah. but so many of us are not conditioned to do that, that. And I think that's where it's been interesting. I've talked to so many people in the last few weeks, um, who are burning out yeah. from, from this working at home because they're not taking the time in the middle of the day to do stuff. They're not taking a break. They, they are walking downstairs, slugging down the coffee, sitting in front of the computer. This, this changed, this changed everybody's life. Right. As soon as you couldn't put, as soon as your employer had your cell phone, everything changed. Now the other side of this, I think our generation is locked in. I'll say my generation, you're much younger. My generation is still locked into uh, high school, university, go get your nine to five at, at anywhere.com. Right. And because we witnessed our parents do that. I think our kids are growing up in an environment where now, honestly, college is a little bit of a question mark. Is the traditional university pathway going to be the way I'm going to do it? Or am I going to I mean, you know, and this is a not for everybody, but like there's a lot of kids that are just going to start to become online influencers. They're going to create podcasts. You'll have kids that come out of this that have created something online that will never have a traditional job. And they're also witnessing their parents change the way they behaved in their environment and in their industry. And they're going to be like, you know, it's what one generation tolerates, the next generation accepts, right? So we have sort of taken on this new way of working from home. But to your point, the burnout is going to go through the roof for certain people that aren't wired to shut it down because you are at home. If, you're, if, you're, if your office is always with you and now you're waking up in your office because it's a desk in the same room that you sleep with, uh, sleep, sleep, sleep in, that's going to burn some people out if they can't make that, they can't put a fence around it and shut the door and create family time or just them time, cat time, dog time. Or, I mean, realistically, I think so many, I mean, our industry, there's so many industries that required many more man hours as a result, right? So like, 
getting back to that whole idea of like the, you know, wake up nine to five, maybe a little me time and go to bed. Yep. Like, I think that people weren't even getting the me time and now vacation is, is so much more important. I mean, I don't know for you, how did you feel was last week recharging? Did you feel like you needed it? Like when you got to vacation where you're like, whoo, I needed this, you know? Yeah. Well, and well, the irony is too, um, you know, I got there and, um, a little under the weather at the same time, which was really funny. It was like my body recognized the moment for me to just sort of melt yeah. a little bit. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we're, we're on the Cape. Um, we stay in Brewster, which if you're looking at the map is right inside the elbow. Right. Okay. And, uh, and on the news, what is happening on the news, they're talking about, they're talking about the numbers popping in Provincetown. Oh. And I, my sore, I start to get a sore throat. I'm like mother trucker. If this is, if this is chlamydia 19, I'm not going to be in a good mood. So that aside, I think my body just recognized the opportunity to be bleh, right. And yeah. yes, I felt good. Yes. To me, like somebody said, didn't matter what the weather is. You were in your happy place, you know, uh, and yeah. that, that, yeah. So, um, needed sure. Like you've, you've been around me for the last year for sure. I've yeah, it's, it's required. And I think uh, that is the anchor vacation for me every year. Like that's my, yeah. that's my sacred cow week is that week in July when we go to the Cape, all the other getaways are good and our weekends are good. And thank God BC football's back this fall. Like we'll, we'll have that kind of stuff. Like we didn't even have that last year. Right. So, right. That's so what I'm saying. Like you didn't have all these moments. And I think that's, you know, what we've forgotten about this last 16, 18 months is like all these moments where we recharge and we have social time or, yeah. or downtime, or we do the things that we love to do. We haven't been doing them. Yeah. And, and so like vacations so much more important. Like I just had a, I met with someone this afternoon who's going camping next week and like real serious, like tent camping. <laughs> and, um, right. Nope. I was like, Oh, do not sign me up for that. Um, <laughs> and telling me like, I turn off. Janina considers it camping. If there's not a restaurant off the lobby of the hotel, that's camping. Yes. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So, um, like, but like, so looking forward to literally being in a place where no phone, no TV, yeah, the woods and the lake and a tent yep. and, um, you know, I was like, well, that's really interesting. Like, what is it about that? It's like, because I just haven't had it. Like I haven't had, I haven't been unplugged in over a year and yep. yeah. So I, you know, I think that's like, I have been turning my phone off for the last few weeks. Cause I haven't had to check my email. Yeah, I haven't had right? to do it. Like, I'm like, this is, and it was kind of stressful the first week. I didn't kind of know what to do with myself. And then it was sort of like, well, this is pretty nice and we need to build this into our regular life. So now I'm starting to work again. And how do I keep that feeling? You know, this is where I'm at, right? Like this, how do I keep that, that vacation in my life daily? Like, yeah. what can I do? Um, maybe not vacation is the right word, but like that turning it off. Well, recreation time. Right. Recreation time. 
right? Like what do you, like if, if you're only waiting and I'm talking to myself right now, if you're only waiting for that week in July yeah, to really be unplugged, although it is, it is super difficult because, you know, I mean, you know, for example, right now, like, you know, I'm, I'm still at school. It's after right. hours, you know, right. uh, and, and I'll get home at a reasonable time. Um, and right. that, then that becomes very formatic, right? Cause you get home and you go through all the things you get ready for the next day, crash a Soros Rex, wake up, start over. Right. As opposed to being very, and, and, you know, we just talked about this earlier, like being very specific about Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, like what you're doing after work to do things that are just different rather than just going home. You know, um, like I joked about like bucket club, like there's a group of us that go yeah. into a bucket of balls, grab dinner just to do that. Right. But just even, and then that, that gets away because people's schedules get screwed up and you're, and I guess what I'm wondering is how many people are ultimately, I guess this gets back to what you're doing during the week, Monday through Friday. And like, we've talked about this endlessly, obviously, like, are you passionate about what you do? And I think this, and I've been saying this to everybody that will listen for the last 18 months. I think a lot of people in this window right now, because I think the third quarter and the fourth quarter of this year, people are sort of like they're vaccinated. And we just joked about, you know, what the numbers are doing right now, but they're vaccinated. Uh, they're back out with their people. And they, for a lot of people are going back into the office, but they're also right. thinking about how did my, what was my experience with my company while we were in that separation? Right. I know a lot of people that are in certain corporate environments are like, yeah, I'm really happy. I'll pick on a company that's fun to pick on because they're huge here in New Hampshire, Biberty Mutual, right? I was really happy. We got sent home and then we got furloughed. Then I was working every other week. And then some of the people lost their job, but I kept my job and I'm excited to go back in. They start to say it like a question mark, like, you know, or are you in an environment where, and I think this was my sanity was I kept coming in, even when a lot of the people in the office weren't because it kept me on the schedule of, of being here and feeling more connected than, than being extracted from the situation. And as you also know, um, our feelers leader here is did a lot of cool things for the people at our company. And I think right. people are, people are examining when I was away from the environment, was I out of sight, out of mind? And how did my, how did our, how did your, your company's structure make you feel while you were away and how did they behave? Right. Would, did you feel like your company was thriving or do you feel like your company was surviving? And for a lot of people, they, they held on. But now that they held on, they were happy to get through. Now that there's some freedom, they're like, um, I'm actually going to reexamine this. I mean, I, I said this to you, and I, I, I think it's true. I think a lot of people are going to come out of this. And in the next few months, before doors start to close again, and who knows what's going to happen, I think people are going to choose to go into other industries. I think for, for, for real, estate, real estate, I think a lot of people are looking at that as one of the industries that thrive during all of this. And uh, yeah, I heard today New Hampshire has because that's where we are, right? Like yep. has the highest um, with the highest n number of registered or licensees in the <laughs> state of New Hampshire than we've ever had. And it's like a thousand more people. But that's crazy yeah. to me. There's right. And I, 
how many seven, what's gonna seven, happen ball, ballpark seven thousand licensed agents in New yeah York. i heard that today and i was like wow that's so that's i mean we always kind of hover around six thousand yep and so that's a thousand people got their licenses during COVID, right? And what their plans are with their real estate license? Yeah, who knows? Who knows, right? And and this industry is so, you know, it, it, you could do whatever with it. Like there are people sure. who don't ever do anything, and there are people who do lots with it, right? Yep. But, um, you know, ultimately, what was the push behind that? And, you know. I've, I've met people who have gone back to school for, for nursing during this, um, people who've gone to school for, um, uh, to become a physician's assistant, uh, got getting pre-law to go to law school. Like, you know, I think we're going to find like, you're right. Like a lot of people are going to look at this, you know, am I really in my passion every day? Professional renaissance. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting, yep. Yep. you know, um, and do I have enough time for my leisure activities? Because that's the thing that was really ripped out of my life anyway, was, yep. um, you know, time with friends and family and doing just things that we like to do and going places. We went to the movies t- uh, two weeks what? ago. And I'm saying gross because I haven't seen anything I would want to see. So I'm afraid to ask what you went to go see. Don't say Space Jam. I'm shutting off everything if you say Space Jam. I mean, I've already watched Space Jam at home. Um, okay. We saw Boss Baby. <laughs> oh, and he's out. He's leaping now. And uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Bye. Okay. Ah. It's just me for the remainder of you got the jibber it. jabber. The jibber jabber continues. Yeah. No, we saw boss baby and it was, my kids were so excited just to be in a movie theater. Okay. Um, and experience, you know, just being at the movies. I don't think they, I think they would have seen anything. There was really nothing to choose from. We were going to go see black widow. Then just go get dinner. <laughs> No, I mean, my kids really wanted to go to the movies. So we went with I, their cousins. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think, it was I like think a- the last, this is really weird. I think the last movie we saw before the world changed was uh, Aiden and I went to see Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I don't even know what the last movie we saw in the theater before was. I mean. And the irony is we were crammed in. The theater was packed. That and was-, it was. And 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 it wasn't, we were at. I'm, I'm going to get this wrong over in Epping near 900 degrees, which I don't even think is there anymore. Oh, there's a movie theater over in Epping right off one one. Okay. And that one is not the big couchy, huge armrests. They, I mean, they've beat all up and we were, we were all crammed here. in and just like that 20 minutes later, everything was closed. Cause you weren't supposed to touch each other. And I'm like, Oh, we were just in a crowded movie theater at a Joaquin Phoenix movie. Could it, could it be any grosser than that? I don't know if you ever saw that movie. He's like down to about a hundred pounds and Ew. yeah, it's yeah. It's, very it was, freaky. I love walking things. It was really good. Really good. Very freaky. Yeah. yeah no, shirts we, off a lot. And you can see, you can count the vertebrae in his spine. Yes. He ew. lost a lot of weight for the movie. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, we, well, I mean, New Hampshire, I don't even Boston. know. Jeez, yeah. That might be next week's episode. We have to have a conversation <laughs> about that. 
I'm going to bring your therapist on for that one. Well, it wasn't (laughs) terrible. Um, Okay. It was cute. I mean, the kids liked it. As long as the girls are happy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, So anyways, do you have any other vacations scheduled for this year? Are you going to try to to um, put those on your calendar now, or is it just the one? I, I the, can, I can tell you trips. right now, my, my next, my next day off, which is really funny. Cause I, I, I joked with, uh, I joked with Kaylee about this. I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe I have to give a date of the state. She goes, that doesn't count. I have jury duty August 2nd. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm not counting that That's as a day. I'm just a saying, day off. I know, no, 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 no. I know. I'm just saying, I know my next day out of the office, August 2nd is going to be jury duty, which is horrifying. I'm just going to walk in there mumbling guilty and hopefully they'll just walk me back to my car. Just act like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, oh, we definitely don't want him on any jury. Well, honestly, though, like anybody, Juror anybody 10, can, you're dismissed. Any, I'll be jury number 22. You know, I will. I, I, without fail. I think anybody could do this. Like they're going to ask you, do you know anybody in law enforcement? Oh, I don't know. What do they ask you? I have. I don't even want to <sighs> say it out loud. The last two, I did it. I did it. A th- I feel like a long time ago it was, and I, I, but I don't feel like it, I, I'm going, I'm going to the, uh, to County farm road in Dover to the courthouse over there. I don't know. Maybe that was where I went last time, but I don't feel like it was. And then before that it was college. So it was like in Brighton and, and, and that was a thousand years ago, obviously. So I, and I just remember they asked, do you know anybody in law enforcement? I mean, that's obviously a more prevalent question these days. Yes. I know a cop in every town. Thank God. Right. And then above and beyond that, you know, uh, do you have any preconceived notions or feelings about X, Y, or Z? And they sort of start to talk about a thin layer of what you might be getting into. And you're just like, yeah, I don't like it. You know, like, how do you feel about (laughs) cops? I like them. Do you have any concerns about cops? I feel like we don't have enough. I mean, I'm going to just say all those things and they'll be like, thank you very much. Jerry number 22. You can leave now. I, I, I do. I, I mean, I don't know if I get pulled out, sure, that would drive everybody crazy here. If I'm like in there for like, can you imagine I'll get foreman. I get to do all the talking, bring my microphone, well, bring my microphone. I just can remember at one point when I was teaching we had a teacher who got called for jury duty. No, it was the principal. It was the principal. And she, it just kept going. Like she didn't, you know, she. Yeah, she I've noticed just, like a good three day like, stint, a good three day stint, a good, a good murder rap. I could do that. That'd be a nice little hiatus. I don't want, I, yeah, I don't want to be in there for four months. Yeah. So she sequestered at a, at a La Quinta. Yeah. So it was like, you know, and so I don't know if, you know, like for schools, you have to have a, someone with a principal certification to sub for the principal. You can't just have like a regular killer and you can't have no administrator. Um, right. You can do for a short period of time and the, you know, but like there's rules about that stuff. So it was like a big pain in the, in the behind for the yep. school. Um, and I think at that point um, they, they had to come up with a new plan or this, this ever happened again. And I became fourth in line. <laughs> I, was like, I don't want that responsibility. Get a survivor. Yeah. Just in case the bus goes off the road. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was like, is there anyone else in the building? <laughs> like, 
responsibility i don't want to be the one who has to do with deal with um all the like you know the kids whose parents don't pick them up at the end of the day yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know because that's the stuff that you have to deal with as a principal right like yeah. you know you're like okay um you're why didn't you get on the bus to go home like you know right <laughs> right like, so it's like i want to leave at the end of the day um yeah, outside of long weekends, like I said, we're going to do in September, we're going to go down to Snowshoe for the for the World Cup thing. That'll be a, probably a five or six day long weekend-ish drive down because she's a maniac. We drive everywhere. Everything's yeah. a road trip. There's no flights. Um, and then and then October, um, there's uh, the trip to Waterloo for the Trek Cup. And then Aiden has a tournament down in Maryland in the fall. Um, but other than that, like, like a way away for like a, a weekend to weekend vacation, like the Cape. No, nothing like that. What, what are you guys doing? Anything? Uh, yes, we actually, um, we are going on a cruise. Three, two, one, a Disney cruise. We're going on. Not a, a Disney celiac. cruise. Mm-mm, we're going on a celiac cruise. <laughs> Uh, with Royal Caribbean. So it's actually pretty exciting. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing directly at you. What? Yeah. Well, so listen. So So the whole cruise is celiac friendly? Um, No. So essentially, and this is really cool. So like Boston. Where do I find that in the drop down menu? Please. Uh, I don't know. Um, But so this year, the New England um, celiac uh, gluten-free expo that is put on usually in Boston every year, which is awesome. So if you have celiac disease and they have them in different cities, they have expos and it's like in a big convention center. And what's really awesome is you're in a place where everyone you pretty much can look at has the same disease that you have, which, you know, having something like celiac, you can feel, especially as a kid, like Alienated. you're the only one. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, so um, we started taking our daughter when she was diagnosed to go to those events, and it was like so cool. And you, they have food and all these different things, and you can try them, and they, you learn about all these different services. So, anyways, uh, it was Boston Children's Hospital and a couple different organizations, New uh, Celiac New England, something like that. They worked to with Royal Caribbean to develop um, a celiac safe cruise. So for many, many, many people with food issues, they don't travel. Vacation becomes such a problem. Um, And so anyways, they created and they've had one cruise where it's a regular Royal Caribbean cruise. What they've essentially done is they've taken one dining room and um, created uh, a full menu for the week for mm. all the meals and all the snacks and everything in that dining room will be gluten-free and gluten-safe for the entire week. Um, Royal Caribbean is awesome. Anyways, I have to give them big props. Traveling with a food um, dietary need, they The last time it. you guys cruised, you came back and it started. So yes. when is the cruise? So I can mark my calendar. Yes. When's the yes. cruise? So, well, we have the webinar tonight is our like webinar air information. Uh, March, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, oh okay. Okay. It's I thought you were going on like, I thought you were going on like a week. I'd be like, all right. So when you get back, it starts again. No, I think it's in the spring. Um, okay. So that's okay. the next vacation that we have scheduled. And, um, but the, 
our daughter found the postcard in the, they did the expo to go this year. So you paid online like $30 and they mailed you this big box of goodies with yep. all kinds of information. And she was like, I really want to go on this. So, um, so it's sold out and not everyone on the boat is going to have celiac, but the five or 600 people that are going to be dedicated to that dining room for the week. Yeah. Yeah will have a family member somebody in the group will have um what's cool about that is when we went on the last is it, cruise is it gwen or juliet or both when and juliet's okay. being tested right now okay. um and you but, and me maddie no no okay no he can eat whenever he wants he can eat a tire he could like eat. he's doing that right now he, he ran yeah. a 5k today yeah i mean he's like he never, he's like, never has a bellyache. I feel like it's amazing. Like, um, but yeah, so, um, the cool thing is we'll get to, you know, when you, have you ever been on a cruise? No, nope. I feel like that's not your thing. Uh, so no, it that would be my thing. Janina has zero desire to be. At oh, it's so, I mean, it's such a great way to vacation, but normally you get to sit in a, you go to dinner in the dining room and you sit with people who are not Sure. in your family. Sure. You can't do that when you have celiac because you don't want to have any cross contamination with the food. Yep. So we couldn't sit with anybody when we went last time. Ah, okay. um, so like that whole aspect of getting to meet people from other places yep. at dinner, yep. um, we will get to do that this time. So, um, and they'll have, um, the cool thing is, is that even in the big dining room last time, there's a section that's like, this is all gluten safe, yep. but then you see all the other food that you can't eat. Right. Yep. And, um, I can handle it pretty well. I've had this for a long time and dealt with it. My daughter, it still bothers her sometimes. She'll be like, look at all those things over <laughs> there, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, so, so this is awesome because everything she sees in the room, in the dining room, she'll be able to eat. Um, so, you know, there, we're just excited. So we'll find out tonight. So this is only the second time that Royal Caribbean has done this, but they've partnered and they've trained all the staff and they've, you know, taken all these precautions and uh, yep. we had to fill out all this paperwork and, um, you know, they're ordering specific food. If you have like drinks they ask you like if you plan to drink beer they'll order gluten-free beer for you yep. and all this other stuff so that's the next vacation that we have scheduled but it's not for a while yeah i think we have to get through the winter i know which is going to be here in 12 seconds which is yeah. crazy crazy uh have you guys done a disney cruise we haven't i'm we stunned haven't. by that information so um Every time we go to schedule it, I, we basically change our mind because I don't want it to ruin all the other cruise lines for us. Yeah. Cause then you'll never go on anything except for a Disney cruise. I, I know, but you guys are such Disney heads. Why don't you just get it over with? You know, like, you know, you want to, and yeah. you know, it will probably be a deal breaker. So just do it. Yeah, well, like, we got invited. Like... To... <laughs> oh, God, God, I'm no, we got invited to go to Universal in October with some friends. Yep. And we just went to Universal, and I mean, I'm not picking on Universal, but it's not Disney. <laughs> so, sure. Um, and yeah, so I'm like, ah, I don't feel like I don't really want to go back to like I. If they were going to Disney, we'd go, but right. um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard from people that Disney cruises are just so next level that they kind of ruin every other cruise. So every time we schedule it, we're like, eh, no, because then we'll never be able to go on Royal Caribbean again and appreciate how awesome it is. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to just throw this into local context and be like, okay, so you guys love Italian food and you know, Massimo's is on Penhalo street and it's amazing, but you don't want to ruin Olive Garden for the rest of your life. So you never go to Massimo's. That's what we're, that's the conversation we're having right now. (laughs) <laughs> well like that is wait that's, a minute that's really the conversation when you put it right. like that it makes us sound insane yes yep oh yep. caller five just said yes oh I, think about five. it yeah honest to jesus yeah we'll have to that's what you just conversation. said i know yeah. it's a, yeah, I, not- I feel like it's a little mental but that's what that's the inner working i have no horse in this place, and i'm concerned i know but i'm concerned that's a, that's an odd it's an odd rationale that we don't yeah. want to go on a disney cruise because it'll ruin all the other cruises so you are consciously going on cruises that you know are below par based <laughs> on all the other conversations you've had with people and yes probably for a few shekels more yeah Yes, yeah, understandably, it's like double, and double. But it's worth it. This is this is like the Ritz Carlton conversation, right? When you're leaving the Ritz Carlton, you and Maddie are walking down to the lobby, saying, "Oh my God, that was so expensive." You're like, "When can we come back?" A hundred. You're leaving when you're leaving the Red Roof Inn. You're like, "We have to go to the clinic and get tested," right? Yeah, it's a different conversation when you're leaving. So if you're getting off the Disney boat and you're saying to yourself, "Self, right. I'll never cruise on anything but Disney cruises after this," that was amazing. Doesn't that make sense? Our whole conversation tonight was about putting everything into context based on the fact that we just realized what our life could be without everything. And now that we're getting stuff back, you're going to go on a subpar cruise. Well, it's not subpar. It's, it's not. It's you're, going to, you're going on a, a gluten-free, celiac-based cruise. I appreciate that. I'm sure Disney will do that, too. Yeah, Disney does a very good job with food. Uh, allergies and issues. They do Disney, just Disney in general does a phenomenal job with, um, with that. And, and actually universal did a great job. All their restaurants did a very nice job. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting when you travel to certain places where people are just like, what's gluten. (laughs) And then, you know, and then you go to uh, places where, they've all been trained and they understand um, and you can feel comfortable to, Mm -hmm. to eat, you know, in those locations. Um, So yeah, there's a big difference. I'm in, I'm sure Disney probably just has it incorporated into the cruise itself. It probably is just part of it. Yeah. Um, But I don't know that to be true or not. So, well, all the talk about gluten, I am ready for dinner now. So yeah, yeah, it's leftover night at the McLaughlin's delicious. I'm, I'm going home to probably not, n- nothing overnight. Uh, who, who knows? Who knows? Chili, chili dogs. We had chili dogs last night. Oh, we should have had those today. Or are you having those today? Cause they're leftover. Yeah. Cause today's national hot dog day. Did you know that? I didn't. Yes. National hot dog day. I, I mm. believe today's national hot dog day. Yeah. Yeah. We That's had, what uh, I heard. Yeah. I made the chili at 6 a.m. yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that it's your I... was that your learn, work, or play? What part of your day was that? So it's actually a bit more of my play. So that is something that I have not made time for in the last um, 
you know, a little while just because mm-hmm. I just haven't. And I love to cook. So I've been uh, cooking quite a bit more in the yep. last few weeks. And everybody's a lot happier when I cook because they're not eating cereal for dinner. Yeah, I was I was going to say, like, is does Maddie usually pour him a good bowl of cereal when you're not around? Is that he's actually he's an excellent cook as well. Okay. Um, he's like more like a fancy pants cook like he. Okay. Um, he, he loves a very complicated 65 step recipe. Um, yeah, like he's, he's like the French laundry and I'm Denny's. So, um, but I cook, well, maybe not Denny's, but like I cook like all of them. um, Well, like the staples, like I'm, I'm very good at lasagna and, you know, chicken and parm and, you know, um, meatloaf and mac and cheese and, um, you know, whatever, like, uh, oh, I made quesadillas this week, not quesadillas. I made quesadillas. You're pronouncing it. Yeah. No, I made, um, the rolled up ones. What did I make? Chimichangas. Uh, It's totally escaping me right now. Chimichanga. No, no. Um, oh, but not fajitas. I don't remember, but I made like a Mexican dish and I, it was like the green pepper sauce. And, um, like, so I'm good at like, uh, you know, the regular meals and Matt is, you know, if you want something multi-step and fancy, yeah. So so Janina, Janina would admit that she would burn cold cereal. So like either I cook or visa cooks, she cooks, but like, yeah, she's going to go more baseline and I'm not going to go like 90 steps deep when I cook. Here's my question. When Maddie cooks, when he goes into the kitchen and makes a total mess, do you have to clean up after him or does he clean up? No, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He'll he'll pick up. Um, yeah, I love going. I go in and make a mess and I just walk away. I like drop, drop yeah. the spatula and march out of the kitchen. Yeah, I have to kind of like not like let it because he makes way more of a mess than I do. I clean as I go. So like I always have the like, you know, like the trash bucket on the yeah. counter for like yeah chopped things and the wrappers, they all go into like a bowl. And then I dump the bowl out at the end and he's sort of just has stuff everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I, everywhere. That's my, I love that. Floor, yeah. Like yep. everywhere. So it's, yeah, but, but I mean, he's a great cook and um, when he commits to something like he, he it's really goes all in and it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah. He makes like, um, he makes these, like, it's like a Cuban sandwich um, and he makes the bread and like, yeah. Yeah. Makes the bread. Yes. All right. Now I'm hungry. Now we got to go. Now we got to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who, who do you, who do you have on deck for next week? Do we know? Um, we're not going to commit out loud. Yeah. I have a couple people. So couple people. someone yeah, will be with confirmed. us next week and we might, someone. we might be in our new digital format also. Yeah. It's very who exciting knows? for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. We, we might be in our new digital format. And it stands to reason somebody will be with us. We'll see you next week. If you're enjoying the show, we appreciate you viewing. Uh, Share with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, comment, 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 because that helps the algorithm for sure. Uh, And you can, um, you can, of course, uh, find everything you need on our Facebook page and on the YouTube page as well. Awesome. At Unscripted. Aaron, have a great week. Thanks. You too. I'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Thank you.